In a world where podcast is spelt with two T's, unlikely heroes Jade and MJK come together to talk about stuff and try to get sponsors for their weekly show. This is Not Another Podcast. Oh my god. Yeah, classic MJK to kick us off with a sip of his coffee. Happy New Year. Yeah, Happy New Year, 2020. Yeah. I finally think everyone's finally going to start saying 20 because I was doing it. I've been doing it since like 2011, 2010. You couldn't say 29 because that sounded stupid. Everyone yeah, else true, would be like, yep, two years in 10 or two years in 19. I'm like, let's get on it now. Everyone, we can say 2020. We're with it. We're with it. It's All the right. 20s. We're into, uh, yeah, an interesting new decade. The Roaring Twenties. That's yeah. what they're calling it. Yep. Oh, tasteless. Mm-hmm. Australia burns and you say roaring. What? Roaring bushfires. Roaring? You don't really associate roaring. Well, I did because I'm... I mean, a fire can roar. Yeah. I guess. But yeah, we want to personify the fire. Wow, neither of us seem all that enthused right now. Are you okay? Did the witcher just really bug me out? (laughs) I need to watch some more Fleabag. Yeah. (laughs) Or more Veep. I like that broad. I I think I should watch that show Yeah, Phoebe Waller-Bridge. We'll get to her. We'll get to her. Uh, But today's episode is going to focus on what we anticipate for 2020 and all things TV, film, games, music, celebrities, you name it. Anything to do with pop culture because that's what we do best here at not another podcast. Hey, nice. <laughs> yeah, thinking about that today, like how would you actually say that? Oh, no, not another, another podcast. No enthusiasm. Yeah, based solely on not another teen movie. Look it up. Don't actually know if you can stream that anywhere, but that'd be an interesting thing we should to try see. If we can, to find. I mean, if we can find Shriek. <laughs> you know what? I bet it's on Disney Plus. Hey, could be. All great things are on Disney Plus. Yeah. We've mocked it so much, and now we're like, <laughs> oh, it's so good. Well, I'm just happy I can watch The Simpsons. Yes, correct. The drop of it. And I'm happy I can rewatch childhood films like Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Yeah, the, like you, and Mighty Ducks. We did shit on the whole, oh, it's just for nostalgia. And we're like, oh, fuck yeah, nostalgia. Like, oh, nostalgia, woo. Um, but yeah, so we always start with what we've watched uh, recently. So that's exactly where we start. But let's start with the things we watched together and right. then go into our thing. If I look at our list here... Yes, the floor is yours, Jade Marie. ...was, together, in the last two weeks, we watched Rambo Last Blood, mm-hmm. which is the fifth in the in the instalment. <laughs> Can't speak. And then we also watched uh, Fast and Furious Hobbs and Shaw. Yes. Not Horror and Shops, as I called it many times on several which, episodes if I'm gonna of the be honest, Money Podcast. It actually sounds more... Oh, much more appealing. You've, like, cultured my brain to think that's what it's meant to be. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, and then, um, like, for me, these were all rewatches, so I'm keen to watch some new stuff tonight, which oh, we've yeah. already got planned. Then together we watched Rush Hour 1, Rush Hour 2, which I recently discovered are both on Netflix, so probably would have been better for subtitles and higher quality visuals, but still. Oh, uh, yeah, I think I knew that. But funnily enough, number three is not on there, so oh, really? I've got that on my PC for when, if and when we want to watch that. That doesn't surprise me because it's not very good. And together, we also watched, as a repeat each, Edge of Tomorrow with Tom Cruise and Emily Blunt. It's been on my rewatch list slash radar for a little while now. And uh, I guess we say we, we definitely re-enjoyed that. Mm. Re-enjoyed that. re 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 It's a new word. Uh, the 2020 Macquarie Dictionary is going to feature re-enjoy that. When you enjoy something for the second time. <laughs> um, so they're the things that we watched together. And all of those, ex- well, except for Rush Hour and Edge of Tomorrow, um, were new to you. See? But did you like Last Blood and Hobbs and Shaw? Last Blood I did enjoy because mm-hmm. as it kept going roaring on right there, now I'm saying. <laughs> it, uh, it, it was on. apparent it was like just a Rambo film. Like it hasn't lost its charm in that sense. No. Like, and I just love how he's just like a old dog who just yep. won't quit. And they, you know, take away the one mm-hmm. thing he loves and uh, then... Uh, John Wick ensues. Yeah, well, John Wick meets Home Alone in <laughs> exactly. the final 15 minutes. So. Perfect way to put it. And uh, I'd seen it in the cinemas. I've already given my thoughts on it, kids. Mm-hmm. So you can check that out elsewhere. Yeah, and like, Hobbs and, and Shaw. I enjoy it just quickly as well. Oh, yeah. The fact that they've called it Last Blood. I mm. think there's the bow 
Yeah. And they can leave it alone now. Yeah. That's the fifth and final yes. Rambo. And yeah, Hobbs and Shaw was just, it was, uh, I don't want to say. Silly fun. Better than a Fast and the Furious movie, but <laughs> it just, it was an action movie with The Rock and Jason Statham and. Less to do with cars, as of like number five I mean, onwards. Well, all of them have less to do with yeah. cars. It's cars. As of stunts, number five onwards. There's yeah. also tanks and what do you call it? Helicopters. The submarines and shit. Oh, God. Was that Charlize Theron? Oh, yes. In number eight, Fate. Yes. And number nine comes out this year. Yeah. And it's weird saying this year, meaning 2020. 2020. Yeah. And I wrote the date the other day. I had to sign somewhere and I went to write one for the 19s. Like, damn it. That's going to happen a few times before I get I've into the rhythm. I've been all right with it. It's insane because I always, when I'm at work, and oh, I, you have I've to got date like, things. No, 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 no. Oh. Like, well, I, we do, but it's usually just day and month. Year doesn't matter because yeah, everything's that's perishable fair, that's before. Fair. But I write out a list of like all the special needs stuff. So like if someone orders something off the menu, but I always write where I am, which is either like main, east, or central, and then I date it, and then I write everything out. Nice. Yeah. It's kind of just like, it's already there in front of me, but it's a fail safe. So I'm like, if I write it down, yeah, it's yeah. kind of like it's double information. You know what uh-huh. I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Fun facts. Communicate <laughs> with myself. You know, I can't communicate with anybody else, but I can communicate uh, with myself. All the time. All day. All um, day. But yeah, I'll go into what I watched in the last two weeks. And yes, as please. we all know, I'm on school holidays, so extra time up the sleeve. Hence the longer list <laughs> compared to our previous episodes where it's only been a week or and or I've been at work. So uh, on top of those rewatches with you... Uh, Scusi and I finished season two of Jack Ryan on Amazon, which, um, again, I really enjoyed with John Krasinski as Jack Ryan. And it's going into a third season this year, so we know that we can look forward to that. I don't think I ever say his name correctly. I say, like, Krasinski, Krasinski, Krasinski. Look, as long as you're watching his stuff, I'm sure he doesn't mind too much. And I've borrowed a couple of the Tom Clancy books from Skusi as well, actually. Hunt for Red October and Without something? Remorse. Without Remorse. Um, So I'm looking to actually read a couple of those this year, or at least one. Um, For Christmas, I got Bioshock, the Ultimate Collection, which has Bioshock 1, 2 and Infinite, which is set in between them. And I've been playing bits of one, but a lot more of number two because I found the game play a little bit smoother. Mm-hmm. Um, the storyline just as good. Um, so I played another chapter of that yesterday and I'm just going to keep chipping away at it, I think. As you do. And I went to the cinema with a friend and her kids to see Jumanji 2 Next Level. Um, I was always going to go see that in the cinema and enjoyed it for what it was. Not as good as the first one with The Rock. Everyone's like, what, the first one with Ron Williams or the first one with The Rock? No, no, the first one with Ron Williams. Nothing beats the, um, sorry, nothing beats the Ron Williams one. Um, yeah, it was it was okay. Stellar cast in that yeah. first one. Kirsten Dunst and... Oh, mate, that little kid that turns into a werewolf. Yeah. It was a monkey, I thought it was. <laughs> was it a monkey? Didn't he turn uh, like a little chip? It could chip? have been a monkey. Yeah, because he gets the tail out. Yeah, it's not like a werewolf. It. You're right. There was no full moon. Damn it. Um, but I enjoyed going with the kids, so that was fun. Yep. Got and to see my favorite redhead on the big screen. Good for you. Yeah, she was great in it, actually, which was one of my favorite parts. And um, the boys club, as we call ourselves, which is Tim, Hedge, Beck and I, we uh, bought... I was going to ask if you guys yeah. had a, a name for your crew because you've do. got like the nerd head, so you did the boys club. <laughs> so All we right, cool. Because they give me a lot of shit for calling myself on PSN Girl Gamer. Like mm. that's my picture. They're like, oh, Girl Gamer. Like why can't we be boy gamers? Like there's no thing for boys when they're gaming. I'm like, ah, oh, whatever. <laughs> and we would just play and it would be with um, Amy that would be playing back in the past. And we're like, yeah, Girl Gamers. Woo woo. Yeah. <laughs> boys would be like come check this out and we'd run into the room where the boys are in Rainbow Six Siege with their characters and they're just squatting up and down on top of their dead enemies like boys claw <laughs> yeah, like, they're teabagging oh, them geez. I was like oh my god and T um, boys club's kind of stuck from that and then when Beck joined we called it boys club plus one girl <laughs> <laughs> and anyway, we bought um, copies, digital copies of Black Ops 4 so we can do zombie mode together, all four of us. And that was a lot of fun. We played that last weekend. Did I see you were playing Fortnite as well with those yes, people? Yes, and that was my next lead in because yeah. then they're like, you need to download Fortnite. It's free. So I got that up on the I download and I'm like, oh, you know, I don't want to. And they're like, we know we had the same feeling towards it, but we've got on there and played together and actually enjoyed it. So... I gave it a go. They Congratulations, me you played it. yourselves. 
it's and, like, uh, oh, let's play it ironically. And now yeah, they yeah, like yeah. it, you bastard. And then we actually enjoyed it. And our clan came number one. So we got a victory royale, I think it's called. I was like, yeah. yeah. I understand some of these terms because yeah. my cousin's kid was uh, oh, no chewing my ear off about it at Christmas time. Uh-huh. Which was okay because it's his Christmas too. Yeah. You know. yeah. <laughs> You'll let him have this yeah. one. <laughs> So, yeah, I was playing a bit of Black Ops 4, Zombies, and a bit of Fortnite. I finished Fleabag Season 1 on Amazon Prime. A, she's a, just a fine woman. Yes. And so talented, too. When we talk about news and gossip, I'm going to focus solely on the Golden Globes. So, she'll come up again, I'm sure. And I finished Season 2 of Killjoys with Skusy. Um, enjoying that more and more as we get into it. I've got all of them on blue right now. And that same day when we finished Killjoys Season 2, I watched for the first time the 1996 film Eraser with Arnold oh, right. Schwarzenegger. Right. Oh, I hadn't seen it before. Arnie and uh, Vanessa Williams. Um, it is what it is. It's a 90s action flick. I didn't mind it. I definitely would have thought I'd seen it before with key scenes like the alligator scene in the zoo mm. and him falling, free falling without a working parachute from the I'd sky. I'd like to see the budget for that movie because I feel like mm-hmm. it's way cheaper than a lot of the other movies he did. Like yes. action, action ones. Because yep. whenever I'd see it on Channel 9, I'd be like, uh, it kind of feels like it's made for Channel 9. You know, like <laughs> it's a TV budget kind of thing. Uh-huh. It's, a, it's a major motion picture. So... Well, I, uh, yeah, it was just there in uh, Skusy's Blu-rays. I'm like, I don't think I've watched this. And we had like a whole afternoon to kill, so mm-hmm. <laughs> why not? Um, I finished season two of You on Netflix, m- making even more comparisons now to Did Dexter for what it was. You can just call it Diet Dexter because I'll never remember the name You. Diet Dexter? Called, yeah, I thought it was called Yes. <laughs> it was so long. <laughs> this season could have been called Love because that's the name of the new love interest. Uh, but oh. it had a lot more twists and turns. I found it better than season one. And it had a lot of twists and turns and it kept me entertained. And there is going to be a season three. I've never watched it, but mm-hmm. did they You've have a scenery change? Like, did he move yep. cities? Okay. Cause First I was season was in New York and this season's in I LA. Thought, and it like, changes the whole vibe. Colour palette and everything. Yep. Like, colour palette it really does and the characters. F- I don't watch it, but it felt really different. I was like, yeah. Mm. You're like, what's going on here? And then I just finished season one of The Witcher, the number one TV show in the world Holy right now. Holy shit, man. No shit. You did have a lot of time on your hands. Yes. And this is a woman who doesn't turn the TV on until like after At lunchtime. At least 1pm. This bitch walks Stop. her dog, reads. Yep. Do uh, things, get things done. Yeah. Cleans. All these things. Writes lists about doing shit. <laughs> <laughs> Writes down notes for the podcast. Yeah. Does some research. Um, and then the thing I've saved for last year, because it's probably my favorite of the whole list is a film I went and saw in the cinema the other night called Jojo Rabbit, directed by Taika Waititi. Waititi. Oh, so he directed it too? Yeah, he wrote it, directed it, and he stars in it as as Adolf Hitler. I won't say any more about the storyline because I don't want to spoil who he is, but it's an excellent cast. Sam Rockwell, Rebel Wilson, Scarlett Johansson, a new young kid who was nominated at the Globes for his role. And obviously Taika Waititi is in it as well, as we just said. Um, and it's bloody hilarious. You're laughing at things that you probably shouldn't be laughing at. It's set in Nazi Germany. Um, so it's kind of a setting we've seen a lot before, but it's just done in a very different way because it's from the perspective of such a young kid. Like it is hilarious. Completely and then different approach. Yeah, yeah, bloody heartbreaking as well in, in yeah, very surprising ways, but very interesting ways. So I recommend everyone seeing that. I gave it a five out of five. Five out of five. Yep, done. I've said it. I've said it out loud. Jay, do you realize that's a 10 out of 10? <laughs> yep. Not many things in this world are a 10. <laughs> <laughs> if you could see me, I did a classy wink of the right eye. Maybe. I thought it was more of a cheeky wink. There was no class involved. Oh, I put the ass in class. What about you, MJK? Ah, uh, this is where it gets interesting. Oh, we know those films you rewatch with me. The only movie I watched without you was a little film. Actually, no, I watched two films, but one I've watched semi-recently. I watched Speed. Ah, I did good. see you watching that. Um, and I also watched Avengers Endgame. I noticed that because my 4K par was in a different order. Yes, it was. <laughs> yes, and it was very enjoyable. I, like, I reckon he's watched Endgame. <laughs> it was very, very enjoyable. Uh, nice. That, besides seeing it, that was the most cinematic uh, me watching it since the cinema. Because, you know, you mm-hmm. got great surround sound. Yeah, yeah. I also watched something recommended by someone on the Joe Rogan podcast. Is uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> watching on YouTube. You can watch this, kids. Uh, the movie 
The Wizard of Oz oh. with the Pink Floyd Dark Side of the Moon uh, album Being over the played top of simultaneously. It. And it's fucking insane. They recommended doing it while high, but I can't advocate that. <sighs> so I had a few burrs. I'm just going to drink some beers. <laughs> got, a, got a little bit of a buzz. And I was watching it, and how it syncs up is actually kind of spooky and freaky and just kind of amazing. And so also really good because it's one of my favorite movies as a kid. And uh, I probably hadn't listened to Pink Floyd since I was a kid because it was one of my dad's favorite albums. Mm. So that was kind of that is was the timing well. the same of it's the insane. album and the movie? It's insane. Like it cuts in mid opening credits and it kind of like phases it out and they do it and there's a part where she like falls into the the hog pen where the dude who turns out to be the cowardly lion in, mm-hmm. her, in her acid drink That's right. goes in and saves her and as she's falling it's and it's just perfectly timed and then. When so someone's put this on YouTube. You don't have to click play and click no, play on the two no, different like Someone has done this, things for everyone you. a massive favor. Oh, that's good. But the fact that someone figured out how to do this at some point in time and said, hey, this syncs up perfectly, to me is kind of insane. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah I know. How do you even work yeah. that out? Because does Dark Side of the Moon have um, sung, spoken words? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, So, but, and some of the, like, I can't quote any of it, but some of the lyrics that sync up with it is super spooky as well. Oh, my well. God. How did they work this yeah, out? Yeah, but and here's the thing. The, the album, I think, is only, like, 42 minutes, right? Oh, okay. And the movie's, let's well, say, an hour 40-something. Yeah, easily. So it plays once, plays again, and then plays oh. halfway through, and it, it's just all perfect. Oh, wow. Scared the shit out of me. Oh, my God. Well, there you go. Check it out on YouTube. Yeah. Wizard of Oz meets Dark Side so of the Moon. That fried my brain a little bit. Uh, I watched Wrestle Kingdom 14 this year, uh, which happens every January 4th. And this year they ran two nights. Also, they did January 5th. Big two-night extravaganza, which was amazing. Best wrestling in the world. Uh, started playing Sleeping Dogs out of your recommendation. Yeah, handy though. I was like inspired by re-watching Rush Hour. Yeah. Like, you should play Sleeping Dogs. It's GTA meets Rush Hour. And uh, I played it before, but years ago when mm-hmm. it first came out. On PS3, right? Yeah. And so this was the, I forget what it's called, Definitive Edition? Yeah. Yeah. So totally remastered and all that kind of shit, which is cool. And uh, besides a few Simpsons episodes here and there, not much else have I been doing the viewing. Mm-hmm. Just a lot of podcasts listening yes. to. I don't know if you heard me giggling before, but I was just watching I did. a bunch of Conan clips. Oh, nice. So he and his assistant, Sono Mosassian, uh, went and saw the HR lady and basically aired their grievances about each other. <laughs> it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> Gotta love Conan. He is... When I'm watching those Kevin Nealon YouTube hiking videos, mm. he's probably the most animated on there and the most quick-witted because all of them are comedians, yet yeah. some of them don't come across that way. But he definitely comes across there's, as a funny guy. There's a lot of podcasts out there with a lot of comedians there. Mm. And a lot of comedians, when they're not on, like as in on stage mm-hmm. or whatever, they're Performing pretty per normal. Se. Yeah. Where Conan's on all he's the time. He's on all the time. Yeah. All the time. Love you, Conan. Andre Benjamin. Outcast with a K. Taking us into news and gossip. The other thing I rewatched on that rewatch list is... Well, not rewatched. Another thing that I watched in the last two weeks was the 77th annual Golden Globe Awards. Hosted by... Ricky Gervais. That's right. Not Gervais, like I've said for many years. Ricky Gervais. Um, so, yeah, that's going to be the most of my news and gossip. Who won? What were the highlights? Etc. Etc. Any records, all those sorts of things. So as we said, it's hosted. It was hosted by Ricky Gervais, which basically choked up to Twitter for the next twenty-four hours following this, um, the award ceremony because of all the controversy. <laughs> that fucking one where he went for was it the Apple guy? Yeah, he went for a lot of people. Well, just because they cut to the Apple guy as he said it, like Apple got, guy. Uh, Apple TV, you know? Yeah. Oh, the like exec yeah. creator or so whatever like, of Apple. Yep, 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 yep. Show that's talking about like that's covering the Me Too movement while the morning a, show. Yeah, while they're a company that like has basically has slavery. Yes. And it, it, yeah. they cut to the guy. And he was like, 
uh, you can't see my face. No, the CBD like, goes from like kind of smiling to I can't believe he said it to uh, play it off kind of thing. Yeah. So he hosted for the fifth and as he said many times, fifth and final time. <laughs> the fact that the HPA, the Hollywood, HFPA, Hollywood Foreign Press, keep inviting him back, somewhat surprising. But I really do feel it was his final thing because it was a lot less upbeat about it all and really yeah, just one for like everyone. He, seemed like he didn't want to be there. And it had a really weird vibe and I was reading a like highlights thing on the web uh, this morning and they're like, mm, you know, we want more of the polar, fey, upbeat, genuinely funny without actually putting people down or saying well, such things holistically. It it's felt a lot like better. there was a lot of venom in what he was saying. Correct, yeah. But I've listened to a lot of... Again, listening to a lot podcast. of podcasts, but I'm listening to a lot of comedians, and they fucking loved it. Oh, they found it hilarious like, because everyone wants just to fu- he's talk wild smack West on Hollywood. Yeah. yeah, but he's t- saying as it is, you know. Yeah, just in in most parts, it's like sometimes like he doesn't need to bring up someone's suicide or pedophilia or. Okay, well, or, yeah, I can't advocate any of know. that. Yeah. But then you have like I think it was one genuine funny joke where it's like you know. He's talking about how Irishman was so long and made some funny jokes about that. And then he talks about Once Upon a Time in Hollywood also being quite, almost three hours and the fact that Leonardo DiCaprio's date to the screening of that thing was younger when she came out than what she went in because it went for that long or older than what she was, sorry. Right. Um, <laughs> because he dates young people. That's the joke. Yeah, he's got his whole thing. With uh, he's got a thing going on. Um, 25, he ships them off. Or where people just genuinely laughed and felt comfortable laughing because even people like Tom Hanks were like, oh. I'm not really sure how to react here. Um, and some people, you're just seeing they're laughing going, I shouldn't be laughing right now, but I am. Um, That's probably why I'd never fit in Hollywood because I would just like do the odd Ruthless. Bat, slap the knee. Like, yeah. Bit, ah! like, oh my God, that's so funny. <laughs> and it's funny, it's funny in talking about all of this because the Oscars have just, the Academy Awards have decided to go hostless again this year for the second year in a row. Was last year, was that the career, oh, sorry, Kevin Hart? Yes, he, he pulled out and didn't want to have anything to do with it. Um, and then they're just like, all right, well, we're not going to have a host. And they just had lots of different people come out to tell, I don't know, do kind of little monologues without them being monologues or little skits. Um, that was my favourite music performance at the Oscars last oh, year. Oh, yes, Gaga and Cooper. So good. That's going to be hard to top this year. Um, but, yeah, in terms of the Globes, uh, the Cecil B. DeMille Award, which is a huge honour each year, was awarded to Tom Hanks. And his speech was very uh, heartwarming because he's such a nice guy and, you know, he t- chokes up talking about Rita, his wife, and his five kids who were all at the table with him. Five children. Yeah. Shit. And the Carol Burnett. Um, for to Eddie Murphy. service to TV, so the Carol Burnett Award, who which was initiated last year, and was received by Carol Burnett, oddly enough, was this year awarded to Ellen DeGeneres, introduced by Kate McKinnon, which was another really great um, speech for the night. And then Ellen's speech was really good as well. She thanked her husband, Mark, and two kids, Juanita and someone else. And she's, you know, she's like, you guys all know me. That's why that's funny. Um, Aquafina broke, she was the first Asian actor to win Best Actress in a Motion Picture, Musical or Comedy for a film called The Farewell. Uh, yeah, first Asian in that category to win, which she found very surprising. And I was trying to think, what was the first thing I saw her in? Because she was definitely in Crazy Rich, Re- Crazy Rich Asians, but she's also in Jumanji the 2, Next Level. Yep. Um, and I'm like, that's what she was in, Ocean's 8. She was one of the girls. In uh, was she the pickpocketer? I don't know. That movie was so forgettable. <laughs> I was like, that's the other place I've seen her more recently. I think that kind of got her on a lot of people's radar. Um, so, yeah, she broke that record. They were the two major awards for the night. Brad Pitt won for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Said that he was yeah, going to bring his mum, but every woman he stands next to, he's dating. So he went against it, <laughs> which was quite funny. Um, who else won on the night? Obviously, Phoebe Waller-Bridge won for acting in Fleabag and then also Best Comedy in Fleabag as well, which is on Amazon. And I found out today it is only the two seasons. I thought there was a third. I'm like, where do I find the third? Where is it? It doesn't exist, Jade. She's actually going on to produce and write and star in a different series coming out this year. So it's over? It's done. So there's only six eps in each season. So I've got four to go and I'm done with it. (laughs) It's so British. But it's so good. Um, And um, a big focus for the night... From a lot of the presenters um, and the winners was 
the Australian bushfires and giving a shout out to needing to help with that and giving um, using the platform to actually bring awareness to that issue. So it was good to see A-list stars um, mentioning that and reaching out. Who was it today? I read has just donated $4 million. Leonardo DiCaprio, $4 million towards the fight against the bushfires here in Australia. Thank you, Leo. So lots and lots of people donating to that. Um, and I'm trying to think. What else? There's lots of winners. You can check it out on the internet. Who won? Who didn't win? Um, I'm trying to remember what got best film. <laughs> Can't remember. Oh no, not the Irishman. Once upon a time in Hollywood. He got he got for writing. Film. I was gonna say he he won some. He did um, for best screenplay. I actually can't remember, but I, I saw the the post like award interview with him. Yes. And everyone was like, are you going <laughs> to stay true to the 10 films and done? He's like, I'd really like to think I can. Yeah, he's got one more, more left, on, right? Focus more on writing, yada, yada, Yeah, yada. nice. Yeah, but the thing is, the next film he's touted to do is oh. Star Trek. Oh, that's right. We've mentioned that which he said ages ago. Pulp Fiction meets Star Trek, oh my essentially. Oh, that's what weird. Going. Well, I like the idea of it. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. Captain he goes Kirk out with like a sci-fi. being like a chain smoker <laughs> and just all this kind of shit. Lots of potty mouths. Speaking of potty mouth, another winner I do want to mention who won on the night was Joaquin Phoenix for Joker. <laughs> yeah, shit, yeah. And it he started off cool. quite shaky. He dropped, obviously, a few uh, swear words there because a lot of it was bleeped. Like, usually you can just hear it's one word being bleeped, but it was clearly half a sentence. <laughs> You're like, what have I missed? What do I do? Um, and then it sort of turned its head and he actually said, you know, it's great that we all want to make changes and all these sorts of things, but can we actually do this? Like actions speak louder than words. Can we stop taking our private jets to Palm Springs? He's calling people out like, let's be more friendly to the environment, basically. Like he's going to be wearing the same suit all year to all of the award shows. He had like recycled shoes on. It actually came together quite well. And Michelle Williams won for her TV role. I forget the name of the show or the movie, whatever it was. But um, she Either made... way, you haven't seen it and you'll never see it. Nope. Most Michelle Williams things I don't actually. I really like her as a person, but I just a lot of her stuff's quite heavy and I don't get around to it or it's indie and it's hard to reach. But she made um, a good speech about equality as well as she did at the Emmys on Equal Pay. So there are lots of political platforms being used that Ricky said at the very start, I don't want to hear. <laughs> Like, just get your award, thank your people and get off the stage. But, you know, people use that platform when they had it. So, there you go. Do you have any news and gossip? I do, kind of. I can't remember, man. Oh, yeah. Not going to make anything up? Well, no, like, I could. I've seen some stuff popping up, but I don't feel like any of it's really all that important. Do you think Joaquin will win the Oscar? Honestly, I don't know. Yeah. And also, I don't really know who his competition is. I know, because it's different to the Globes where they'll categorise it by genre with comedy and drama. It's going to all be combined. So I'm trying to think who his competition is, which would be like Leo for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, who didn't win. Um, So, yeah, I don't know. Which he was brilliant in that, but I feel like the overall performance of Joker was better. So, I can't can't even speculate. Yeah. Oh, that's my hope that he does, and I've said it before because I thought his performance was amazing. Very, very good, and he'd be very deserving if he wins. Love blur. Woohoo! Oasis always gets the big talking point. Woohoo! Badass bands out of the, the UK, but man, everyone always forgets about blur. That's blur. I went to an Avril Lavigne concert way back when, when I was working at Muses. Got the tickets for free. Hashtag connections. <laughs> and uh, there's one song, one point of the concert where she got on the drums and her uh, guitarist sang, and they performed that exact song. Get out of town. Yeah, it was pretty dope. Actually, I was like, Avril can play the drums. What? You probably Blur, told me what? about that back in the day, and I probably would have been like, oh, that's sick. Maybe I remember being at Barry's when Cheryl rang me saying, "I've got tickets for tonight." And then they're like, it's supported by Kelly Clarkson. I'm like, what? (laughs) Okay. But anyway. Have you heard that crazy Avril Lavigne conspiracy? That she did. 
Yeah. I've heard it many a times and I've bought like, into it once. Yeah, but well, that's what I'm saying. It's a okay. conspiracy. But like... I don't know why. If you go down the rabbit hole, like oh, they've dear. got some like compelling actually look arguments. Into it. <laughs> yeah. What? Well, because her face has changed but considerably. Get, like, look at like, Renee Zellweger. Yeah, she yeah, had dead. She just had surgery. Yeah, but that's it. There's no like... And she used to have a body double or whatever. Yeah. Who would, you know, do that to devote the press. Yeah, okay. Um, Her first marriage to the Sum 41 guy. Yeah. They brought out a song like, you know, saying goodbye or something Mm -hmm. around the time of that. Mm -hmm. And then she's married to fucking Chad Kruger. Is she still married to him though? Well, that's that's a big jump. I mean, I know they're both Canadian, but damn. <laughs> that's from Hell some 41 dude to fucking a hillbilly-looking motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, he's not the greatest-looking guy. His brother who's in the band's hot, so that's all right. I didn't even know there were brothers in the band. They are. Fun facts, guys. Fun facts. But that Blur song was... Actually why? Well, <laughs> our segue to trailers, because... Just because. Also, um, it's called Song 2, and it was the second song on here. Wink. Oh! Oh, shit. Blowing my mind here. Um, yeah, trailers. There's one that we both have watched. I showed you it last night on the big screen. Actually, there's two. Uh, yes, 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 yes. yes. Um, and one of those is Marvel's New Mutants, mm-hmm. which you mentioned last episode, last fortnight, um, was dropped to be released in January. And then the film is, as we've just re- realised, Coming out in April. Or well, the US releases April. Yeah, so you're like, August for Australia. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. Um, but what were your thoughts on it? Because you're someone who was actually keeping an eye out on this. Well, release. I like, Mar- I really like Marvel movies. I love X Men. I liked the concept of the new mutants and all that kind of stuff. But I just, after seeing the trailer and seeing that it's basically a House of Horrors movie mm, and it is, isn't reality it? isn't what it seems, all this kind of shit. So I'm not keen on those types it's of trying movies. trying to be a horror film in yeah. a lot of ways. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like, eh. Yeah. <laughs> Anything that's outside of the phases, like the official phase one, two, three, four. Well, I'm surprised. Like, cause, like I said, this, this movie's going to be coming out two years after its scheduled release. That's after crazy. a lot of reshoots, yada, 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 like I said in previous podcasts. Um, like, I'm just surprised considering that marvel mcu's bought out the shit as mm, well. so, exactly you know like yes and speaking of comic book movie trailers we also both watched this morning the full-length trailer to birds of prey which is out next month february well, in go, Robbie australia needs to figure out a fucking accent that was deplorable was it off was it it was half harley quinn half australian <laughs> half i don't know what the hell yeah, right. Well, this is the first trailer I've seen where there's actually a story being told. All the rest have been teasers. All the rest have just gone, here's some action se- parts of action sequences or here's some of the actors so slash what's, characters. What's the movie called again? Birds of Prey. But then it's called... The, the Emancipation Pe- of Harley Quinn. That's it, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a long title. So, and it's in brackets as well. Mm. So, kind of strange. Mm-hmm. It's basically like, here's our Harley Quinn movie. Also, here's some other characters. Yeah, and she's going to emancipate herself from those characters by I the guess, end of it. <laughs> yeah. They're all seeking then, you emancipation. You know, they're taking down the bad guy, Ewan McGregor. <gasps> That's totally where Ewan McGregor and that chick from Scott Pilgrim would have met then because they were romantically linked. What's her name from Scott Pilgrim and Cloverfield Lane, 10 Cloverfield Lane? Young actress. Oh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Yeah, that one. Yeah. yeah. They were linked together romantically for a while and they're both in this film. So that could have been where it started. But anyway. Um, yeah, so it made more sense to me. Okay, this is who the bad guy is. This is who they're trying to take down. These are how each of those female characters link to that bad guy and why they would band together to take him down. That part now makes sense and gives a little more sort of purpose to the storyline. Who knows how it's going to flow and feel and whether the jokes work and all those sorts of things. Because we saw that Suicide Squad didn't do so well. See, sadly, I actually didn't hate that movie. No, I didn't either. But just obviously flopped at the box office. Yeah, it didn't. And it wasn't like it wasn't many good, DC films it, but before it, wasn't it. As bad as people said it. Yeah. Was, I think. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm definitely going to go see it. I don't know if I'll see it in the cinema. I probably will actually, to be honest. Mm. Um, it's one of the many superhero films out this year or vigilante films with a female lead. We're going into Black Widow. We're going into um, Wonder Woman. But Like I said to you, I still can't believe that Birds of Prey is coming out before yeah. Wonder Woman. Yeah, and that was something that made me think of that. You made that statement this morning or last night or at some other time. Ago, at least, <laughs> we talk about this stuff all the time, not just on the podcast. Um, 
And then because I've been to the cinema to see Jojo Rabbit and Jumanji, I've seen a few trailers before all of those. Oh, yeah, as you do. So I saw a bombshell trailer again. I, I still the, need to watch because I oh, haven't the, seen anything the beyond the elevator trailer. thing. Yeah, 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 we can watch that later. Um, I saw before Jojo Rabbit, weirdly enough, they played the Like a Boss trailer, which is Rose Byrne, Tiffany Haddish, Salma Hayek. Um, I've seen the posters for that because yeah. you were telling me about it and you forgot Rose Byrne's name and I was ready to I know, to that's it. really bad because she's a fellow Australian. So And not to mention an absolute treasure. She's an Aussie institution. She that's is. right. And they play besties and they go up against butting heads with Salma Hayek and they try and take her down. Um, and then there was a serious one before Jojo Rabbit called Richard Jewell about a guy that s- stopped and s- well, he saved many, many people from a bombing at the 1996 Olympics. So... This, believe this is a true story um, but even despite doing that many journalists and media outlets um, wrote him off to be a terrorist and the person behind the bombing and trying to make himself look like a hero etc so it's the investigation into mm. whether he's innocent or not very ready for the Oscars um, and then before before Jumanji, they showed sort of younger trailers to those two, obviously, which include My Spy, which has oh, got Batista, yep. Batista from Guardians of the Galaxy and Stuber. Stuber. Um And a young girl in it. Obviously, he plays the spy and this young girl is going to help her. Actually looked quite sweet and like it would be quite a lot of fun. Yeah, my sister wants me to go see that with her. Yeah. She likes Batista. I, with the kid? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just like, I don't know, man. It looks like a kid's film. And I saw her face drop like, oh, I'll go see it with you. Fine. (laughs) I think it might actually be enjoyable, to be honest. Um, And another one that was the kids were on was Spies in Disguise, which was an animated film where a spy played by Will Smith turns into a pigeon (laughs) and has to get the help. It actually looks really quite funny and entertaining. Spies in Disguise. And a young kid, again, similar concept, young kid has to help this, this spy with his mission um, after becoming a pigeon. <laughs> so interesting like concept. Like a New York pigeon? Yeah. That's dope. Yep. So um, many trailers. Have you watched any others besides New Mutants and Birds of Prey? I probably have, but I did None not document have... them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I can also can't remember. Well, there you go. But uh, yeah, lots uh, coming out to 2020, which might lead us into our next segment. <laughs> Yeah, Feel Good Inc. Boom, boom. by that group called the Gorillas, or is it just Gorillas? 20. Maybe they were saying it. But our um, focus for this episode is looking into 2020. Whether that's the name of this episode or not, you'll find out. <laughs> we were previously going to coin it 2020 Vision because we're looking into uh, this year's most anticipated. I can see clearly now that's twenty twenty. That's the that were the uh, original lyrics. I can't speak today. So anyway, do you want to kick us off at all, or I'm just looking at my hair in the mirror. It's you need bad. to settle down with that shit. It just feels gross on my head. Like I, when, it, I feel when you like have long hair and it gets real oily. I feel like we need to do a seating swap next time because you often get very distracted with your own reflection. You're like, yeah, I know because I look at it and go, shit, my ears sticking out and I have to cover it up. (laughs) I'll go, oh my God, my hair looks so gross. I need to go wash it. Maybe I'll go take a break, wash my hair, come back. You need to to shave your head. That's no, nobody needs to see that. There's only a few people like Demi Moore and Natalie Portman that can pull off the shaved head and they were for movie roles. This is for no purpose whatsoever. This is true. Yeah. Maybe don't do it then. Okay. I won't then. Um, films. Let's start with films. What films are you uh, looking forward to this year, 2020? I can't say any I'm looking forward to. <laughs> uh, like, of course, I'm looking forward to, uh, even though it's a last year release, technically it came out like in December, but Uncut Gems, of course. Yes, of course. Will be available for me which to is see soon. this year. Yeah, hopefully the end of the month. Mm-hmm. Uh, looking forward to what the MCU shall be. <laughs> Yeah, producing? what are we expecting from them this year? Black Widow, The Eternals, definitely, and I thought like that. Oh. Yeah, The Eternals is November last there I read. So yeah, it's just those two then. Shang Chi's next year, I believe, as well as Doctor Strange. That makes sense. Um, I'm obviously massively anticipating Black Widow. We've mentioned it before when we uh-huh. discussed the release of the trailer. 
Um, very, very excited for that. It's going to be a bit of nostalgia because we don't have Black Widow moving forward into the MCU's universe. So unless she comes back as a zombie, that'd be yeah, dope. zombie or uh, or uh, flashbacks. But I mean, Marvel do have flashbacks, but they don't rely upon them. So we won't uh, anticipate well, that. Well, they've established time travel now, so maybe. Yeah, well, this is true. Yeah, can, anything can happen in a superhero film when it's sci-fi, that's yeah. for sure. So I'm definitely looking forward to that. Nice. Uh, above all else, uh, I've come in very unprepared. <laughs> that's all right. I, I haven't. Um, obviously, I was going to mention Black Widow. Um, and then, of course, Wonder Woman 1984, which is June, July release, a little bit after Black Widow. Um, obviously, it was originally a 2019 film, but they pushed it forward to get away from Endgame and all the rest of it, which is fair. Just meant we've had to wait a little bit longer for it. Like a year, Jesus. Yeah, very long time, really. But it's come around pretty quickly. We've seen the trailer a few weeks ago drop. Um, it looks excellent again. Our biggest question is how the hell does Steve get back? <laughs> and the rest of it seems pretty self-explanatory. So it's going to be... Did I say this on the podcast? Mm. The, my theory on why uh, I think you did, yes. All right, well, just in case I yeah, did exactly, yeah. I reckon he's a figment of her imagination. That's right. And she's lost her shit. She's <laughs> just fucking off her chops on edibles or something. Yeah, what was happening in the 80s that we didn't know about? Well, yeah, she's... 70s would be easy. Because, like, I feel like he hasn't... Like, in that one singular trailer that I've seen, he hasn't been interacting with anyone other than... Besides her, that's true. What's her that's name? Diana? Yep. Yeah, isn't... Diana Prince. S- Steve Trevor and Diana Prince... Steve Trevor, never trust a man with two first names, but yes, maybe that's more part of it. So Uh, does that cancel it out? Yes. Yep, you've heard it here first, kids. Um, I think I started writing them down and then I was like, ah, let's go to the internet. Yeah, internet's dope for (laughs) anything. You can find anything on it. A Quiet Place 2. That was one of my two favourite films of 2018. So I'm very much looking forward to that. All right, what was your other favourite film? Of that year was Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri. Good fucking shit. Exactly. And I I put sort of Jojo Rabbit up there with that. Not as dark, but kind of the same thing. Laughing when you shouldn't be laughing and really quite dark when it needed to be. Um, See, I just found it hilarious. I mean, like, yes, it was dark, but mm -hmm. like I still watch that as a comedy. Oh, it's still funny. We've got like the 25th James Bond coming out. I, prob- I will see it, but I'm not like hanging for it and desperate for it. I've is, seen many before it. This is the last Daniel Craig one, right? It is, yeah. So, I mean, that part of it's going to be interesting in terms of like how are they going to transition to all of that. Um, well, especially because is it confirmed that it's going to be this broad that was in Captain Marvel? Well, that's what I thought, yeah. That's okay. what I'd heard, but I haven't heard anything since. And I think I only asked you this in the car. Mm. Has James always been a unisex name? James? Yeah, because it's James Bond. No. Okay. Never had heard James as a female name before. Many others, but not James. Um, something else we're getting in terms of franchises, Fast and Furious 9. I didn't realise that was coming out as soon as the end of May. That's insane. Yeah. Uh, John Cena's in it and Cardi B. <laughs> well, they've... <laughs> given up it's, completely. Yeah, I don't know how that's going to work, but anyway. Um, so, yeah, we'll see what happens with that. I think Jason Statham's still actually in cast in that. I don't know about The Rock because obviously there's all that conflict with them going off and doing Hobbs I think The Rock's Shaw. officially out of it now. Right, but Statham, I think, yep. he was in a picture I saw promoting it the other day. Um, I am actually keen for Top Gun Maverick. I'm not even in the slightest. Oh, I just, just because I know the... Action sequences are going to be pretty dope and the sound's going to be pretty cool in the jet fighter jets um, because the original Top Gun sort of set the tone for um, sound and a lot of people use that to sort of set up their sound devices when they were creating their surround sound at home. Um, oh, that's right. So people would go to that one or Master and Commander, the Russell Crowe one on the ships. See, but he's just going to be a middle-aged man sleezing on broads playing volleyball. Like, who needs to see that? Well, are you going to see Ghostbusters Afterlife? Of course I am. Surely you're anticipating that. What? I didn't realise Paul Judd was in it. He's like the lead, from what I understand. Also, you just said Paul Judd. I put, said Paul Judd because I just read Judd Apatow somewhere else. Ah. I meant... Um, Paul him. Rudd. Yeah, Paul Rudd. It rhymes. <laughs> I'm a gangster. Um, I still haven't watched, actually watched the trailer for that. Here's the thing. It doesn't really give much Do away. Much it justice. builds stuff up. But also, Bill Murray, Dan Aykroyd, and... Uh, the woman who's like Ghostbusters, thanks for calling. Oh, They're yeah. all cast in it. That's right. They didn't. But they don't appear in. 
Yeah, so they're not the core characters, obviously. They're more of no, a like cameo, Paul Rudd's, maybe. I think some kind of scientist and right. all this strange activities happening so many years after other stuff. Like, whatever happened to the Ghostbusters kind of shit. It's a, it's makes you want to see the movie, is what I'm saying. If yeah. you like Ghostbusters. Yeah, it's going to be a nice tie into all of that. Um, Bill and Ted face the music. Oh shit, I forgot that. Yeah, coming out. that's coming out. Um, I don't think I've actually seen the first two. There's two before this, right? Yes, uh, Bill and Ted's. Excellent adventure, and I okay. think Bill and Ted's bogus adventure. Just right. quickly, news and gossip. Yeah. I think it's May 21st, 2021. Mm-hmm. Both John Wick 4 and The Matrix movie Matrix come 4. out on the same fucking day. Yeah. Don't Keanu go past Reeves. that. Don't go past that. The Many Saints in Newark. There mm-hmm. you go. That's something I'm very much looking forward to. Johnny Bernthal's going to be in it it's like a prequel movie to the tv show the sopranos right set when tony soprano was in his late teens and the man okay. who's going to be playing tony soprano i was going to just say i'm like it's obviously not him nope it's his son uh, his son in real life yes yeah that's right that's cool and uh from what i understand well from just the casting uh what's her name vera megagomala she's in like the departed and um I think I know who you're talking about. Uh, she's she's got a younger sister who looks identical to her, but she's like 20 years younger than her. And she was in like... Um, uh, Vera Farmiga? That's it. Yeah. I think she's playing... Livia. Yeah. Something. Tony yeah. Soprano's mum. Because when oh. they announced her, I was like, she's definitely Livia. Lydia, whatever her fucking name is. Ray I think, Liotta. Yeah. I think Johnny Bernthal is going to be playing his dad, uh, Johnny Boy Soprano, which... I, two great castings. If that's, that's right. I think you had mentioned that casting to me before, which I thought yeah. was really nice. Because they announced it... Oh, what the fuck else was there happening? Something similar happened mm-hmm. with a TV show where they were like announcing, like you know, oh, it it had success. So mm-hmm. I guess The Sopranos is going to mm-hmm. do it. And when that all first started coming out, like over a year ago, I was like, <gasps> yeah, make it happen. Nice. So that's out around September, I believe. So hopefully it's the same for us here. Um, then in October, the sequel to the new. Well, it's, I don't know if you call it a sequel because that was a sequel. But Halloween Kills is coming yeah. out. So in 2018, we had the film come out, act as a sequel to the Jamie Lee Curtis film, ignoring all the Direct other seven before sequel and fucking off seven movies, yeah. Yeah, so I think it's David Gordon Green and Danny McBride who did that, right? Danny McBride definitely had something to do with writing and producing. Yeah. Uh, and then the other name, most likely, yeah. Um, so, because we both watched that together, it was a rewatch for you and I was watching it for the first time. Um, yeah, that was the fourth time I watched it. Oh my God, <laughs> yeah, was, that's right. I was just like, I think I need at least a year before I was I like, oh, again. I just want it to be done. Not in a bad way. I'm like, I wanted that to be the, the last blood, basically. Um, but it didn't end up that way. So... No. Nah. But I'm just disappointed feel, in that fact. I felt like that they, that was their intention though. So mm. this will be interesting to see what the fuck happens. Now, by the end of the year, we should see Coming to America with Eddie Murphy. Is that, the, there was only one Coming to America, mm-hmm. hence why it's coming to the number to mm-hmm. America. Right. I saw him promoting Have you heard this. much about that? Uh, yeah, he was. I watched him on Ellen promoting it. Oh, cool. Well, he was there promoting Dolmite, but um, he just finished rap rapping um, Coming to America. Yeah, right. He's really had a resurgence this last year because he did his mm. SNL reappearance, the first one since 1984, and then uh, had his Dolmite series, which he was nominated for Golden Globe. He was present there for that. And a, now movie, Coming to yeah. America. Yeah, which... The first one is one of my all-time favorite movies, or well, comedies, I should say. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, he does he does a lot of characters in that movie. And uh, one of the things he said on Ellen, he was just like, "When I do a movie where I have to be in the makeup chair a lot, I say this is the last movie ever." <laughs> and he's done like a dozen of those types of movies since then. So Ellen goes, "So will you ever be doing another one?" He goes, "This is the last one <laughs> till the next one." <laughs> oh no, we'll see what he does. But yeah. That- that would be interesting. It'd be a fun rewatch to go and watch coming to uh, coming to yeah coming yeah, to America. Yeah, the first one's called coming to America. Yeah. This is coming number two. I know two, that was America. so confusing. I was yeah. stuttering there for that reason. Um, yeah, so there's probably a bunch of films that we're missing out on um, that we haven't mentioned, but obviously there's trailers that haven't dropped yet, so there's stuff we just don't know about. Um, but yeah, for me personally, it's Black Widow, it's Wonder Woman 1984, it's Quiet Place Two. And then there's a bunch of those sequels and franchise films that I will obviously 
end up seeing, whether it's at the cinema or not, I cannot mm. tell. Cannot well, predict the future. What about television? Have you got any season yes, follow-ups well, or new shows that are dropping, anything like got that? Got some to mention, but I always go, what's actual, like, you geek out and go, what is the stuff I geek out on personally that's probably not going to be on an <laughs> internet web list? Um, and I'm obviously in... What is what's the date today? The tenth, I think. Yeah, the tenth. In four days' time, I get the last two episodes for Crisis on Infinite Earths. So I see the conclusion to this Arrowverse crossover that's happening at the moment is um, on a cliffhanger as we speak. Yes. Um, Glow season four, which we know is the final season on mm-hmm. Netflix. Glorious ladies of wrestling. Obviously, want to gorgeous, go- glorious. See, I said glorious, <laughs> gorgeous ladies of wrestling. Um, we both love that show, so I do want to see how they handle the fourth and final season. And me, I've been hanging for like over a year for any new Winona Earp um, right. episodes because that obviously was renewed and then pulled back because of funding. And then oh. it looked like it was going to be cancelled. she got preggers or something. Nope. No? no, this was a huge thing. Sci-Fi renewed it. IDW didn't have it in their funding, like didn't have enough for it. And it looked like it was going to die. And... Um, with the help of Twitter and the the fans, known as the Erpers, there was just the same with one day at a time. There was a resurgent, and Where they the somehow fuck were these fans when Firefly was getting yeah, kicked know, off of Fox. It's because they didn't have that social media platform nah, back then. Yeah, that's true. And we've seen so many shows come back because of that, or at least come back for one season and allow it to feel final. Um, well, I guess Firefly had the Serenity movie. It did. That which was there. You've never of, seen. <laughs> <laughs> do not put words into my mouth. Um, and it'll be interesting to see what they do with Westworld Season 3 because they move outside of the... Wait, do you watch that show? I do, yeah. Oh. Uh, they move outside of the amusement park and they dropped that trailer so long ago and yet it's still not out till middle of this year or some point. Although they've had uh, a date. Sounds like what Australian television does. Yeah. You get eight months of a show that gets cancelled after four weeks. Well, the date's still to be advised and they're adding in Aaron Paul from Breaking Bad into it. So, I know, it always does really well in terms of tri- tripping you up with the storyline. Yeah, hey, you didn't tell us about that Aaron Paul show you were watching. Yeah, because I haven't finished the season, so I guess that's why uh, I didn't okay, mention no it. Okay, no conclusion, so yeah. Yeah, no there's no, about three eps to go, so yeah, 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 that's cool. get to cool, that later cool, 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 in cool, the next cool, episode. Cool, 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 cool. Um, and yeah, but Glow Season 4 I've already mentioned. Um, are there some shows that you're looking forward to coming back? Uh, Boys Season 2. Yeah, of course. And uh, I guess Brooklyn Nine-Nine's next season. Yes, we found out that's back on the 6th of Feb, so it's less than a month away. Um. There's, did you know there's an Al Pacino show coming out called Hunters? Yeah, I saw that advertised somewhere and yeah. I was not interested at February 21st. all. February 21st, it's oh, got okay. a huge cast. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, I saw this one here, American Crime Story Impeachment. I'm like, wow, they've really acted fast on the Trump impeachment. But it's about Bill Clinton's impeachment regarding all of the Monica Lewinsky scandal. Um, so I thought, I thought Trump for some reason, like, no, no, that timeline does not work out. You can't make a show that quickly. Hold up, how's that? They called for his impeachment because of Monica Lewinsky scandal. Because he lied. He lied in oh, court about which is it. illegal, right. Because it's going to be like, where's the crime That's why here? he was impeached, yep. Um, which I only really learnt recently with Trump's impeachment because I was too young when all that happened to know that was going on. Um, but it's done by Ryan Murphy who has done the previous American Crime Stories. So which was dope. Did you ever watch that? No. It's the O.J. Simpson trial. It's got that, um, what's her name? Something Paul. Oh, God. Oh. She's from, like, all the American horror stories. Oh. She's got the kind of a lisp. Does a great Drew Barrymore impression. Oh, um, Sarah Paulson. That's it. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. I forgot the son. Yeah. Paulson. No, you're thinking of American Horror Story. No, no. She was in Crime Oh, Story. no, she was. She yeah. actually won the Emmy for that. She was the lawyer. She was shooting, like, ridiculous days because she was doing Horror Story and Crime Story at the same time. So she'd do like one really? eight or ten hour work day and then oh, go and do geez. another eight or ten hour work day. That sounds painful. Yes, that broad's insane. Good for her though. Oh, there is another one coming out, um, Little Fires Everywhere, which is a book that I read and absolutely loved two years ago. Um, and it's being produced by Reese Witherspoon, who just keeps hitting the nail on the head with these shows um, and movies. And it stars Kerry Washington and Reese. Um, and they both play the two mums in the show. So I'm going to enjoy seeing that book come to life. 
Um, I never got into Fargo, but season four of that's coming out. Oh, finally. Have you yeah. you watch it? Yes. Oh, cool. Yes. It's still TBA, but um, they're actually introducing Chris Rock, Jason Schwartzman, Ben Wishlaw. Have I seen Timothy Oliphant's Who's name there as well? Yeah. Fuck Two yeah. words. Timothy Oliphant. Oh, wait. If that's not your thing, here's some more. So that's going to be boss. You love that guy. I do. I like Chris Rock too and Uzo Odudu or whatever her name is from that, uh, what do you call it? She's fucking cool too. Yeah, she's from Orange is the New Black. She's yeah. hilarious. She's brilliant. Um, there's a couple of uh, series that they're um, g- coming back with. So Gossip Girl is one of them. I think they're oh, getting gross. the original cast. But you know what they're actually remaking? That's Party of Five. Wait, remaking? Is remaking it? new oh, that's family. Gonna fail. That's gonna but they're modernizing miserably. it by having the family. Um, um, I don't know if they're all adopted, but their parents are deported back to Mexico and they have to live on their own for that reason. They've modernized it in that sense, but everything else is going to be um, along the same lines. White America won't watch that. And there's, um, I saw as well Gillian Anderson advertising season two of Sex Education is back. Uh, in seven days, in one week. So I get Titans season two on Netflix tonight at 6 p.m. And next Friday, I get new episodes of Sex Education, which was one of my favorite TV shows from la- last year. Um, so that's out on the 17th of this month. And I'm definitely looking forward to that. Shits Creek's going into its sixth and final season. Um, and that's run through a network called Pop TV, which I'd never heard of before, never, until they until the resurgence of One Day at a Time, which is another thing I'm looking forward to this year to see them come back on a new network. i got to just say something. Yeah. I've just been looking up this American mm. crime story. Oh, impeachment. Yeah. Hmm. Guess who plays old Bill? Oh, I don't know. Clive Owen. Oh, what? That's a good cast. I'm actually genuinely interested in that yeah. series. I really want to watch that. Do you want to know who's playing Monica Lewinsky? Is it the Beanie? Yeah, I saw Beanie Felsen, who we've mentioned before from Booksmart, A Rising Star, um, and Jonah Hill's sister. Mm-hmm. That's interesting because she has the face, kind of looks like her. And they'll do, like with Clive, they'll do makeup and prosthetics and stuff as well if they need. I don't think they actually need to do too much. They just need to wow. like, do, do his hair. Do the hair. is yeah. yeah, same with Monica as well, actually. Yeah, she just needs that, uh, which I think she was rocking a bob cut back then. And a jizz-stained dress, that's it. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. A jizz-stained dress. Jeez. I love how I just went into agreeing with you in your mid-sentence. <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, wait, I've just heard what you've said. I oh, was, dear. I was listening to uh, – I, I say this a lot. I was listening to a podcast recently. They, were, they brought up that whole situation. Because um, Bill Clinton was, like, tight with uh, Jeffrey Epstein, that piece of shit. And um, but then they started talking about Lewinsky and how she still has the dress. What? Yeah. Oh, wow. That's, that's, that's going to be interesting because I like that casting. I don't know heaps about that actual story. I know what it is, but I, I only, don't know I only know anything. Like the parodies and shit. Yeah. Like the stuff they did on SNL for satire and all that. And Ryan Murphy does well, so I think that's going to be interesting to watch. Who's Ryan Murphy? The, the, the creator. Did the story? Yeah. Right, right, right. There's a season two that I haven't seen either, which um, um, it's about the Vogue or something. Yeah. yeah. Yep, yep. I, Doesn't it have like Penelope Cruz and I'll I'll have a yeah. look, but yeah, uh, if that's on Netflix, I need to fucking mm-hmm. find it because I don't know that it is, but we should check that out. Well, the first season, that's how I watched oh. it, was was on Netflix, oh. and I Has it, have they removed it since? Shit out of it, I don't. I think it's still on there. Oh, okay. Because like I'll scroll past. Oh, and be like, no, oh, I you're watch right. That again. I have seen that come up, like on that category. That's like movies and TV based on real I'm life. I'm obsessed with that OJ trial, and the yeah, subsequent a lot of people the are following up trial. That's why it's that actually genius. put him in jail. Because it's just insane. Like, it's why lawyers are the... Mm-hmm. Like, this guy allegedly killed his wife, but the lawyers are more scum than he is. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? They're just... Um, something else that's that we might finish with is The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, which is going to be a Disney Plus original. Is that the only one dropping it's this year? It's the only one dropping okay. right at the end of this year. And, you know, we've been pretty quick to dismiss Disney Plus. Because yeah. I swear it said it was a Early? summer release for uh, them. Okay, so that would be middle of the year yeah. for us. Well, okay. Yeah. We'll have to keep you posted on that, kids. But we actually have access to Disney Plus, so that makes it very tempting to get on and check out episode one. I just also want to see... See, it makes it very tempting, see. That's right, that's right. See, see, senor. Yeah, they're there. Because um, I want to see what their budget's like and yeah. what it looks like. It's surely going to be impressive. 
I think we need to watch Mandalorian to see what it looks like color yes, scheme I'm gonna wise, start that, all um, that kind of stuff next see week. See if it feels like a Star Wars thing, mm-hmm. and if they can deliver on that, or mm-hmm. I'd have at least a little. You'll bit have of some faith. more hope. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna start watching that next week, so I can give you some feedback on that. Mate, I'm gonna start watching it tonight. <laughs> no, I fucking love. We've it. got other plans. Um, but yeah, that's a bit of a snapshot of TV 2020 and film. Wait, what are our plans for tonight? Um, watch some films. What what? Jay and Silent Bob rebooted. Oh, sick. We can talk about that next week. Correct. And the 2019 version of Hellboy featuring... David Harbour. David Harbour from Stranger Things. My name is Alice and I remember everything. <gasps> yeah, Mila Jokovic is in it. Mm. Nice. She's, We're a fan. She's still a fucking fierce looking gorgeous human, that one. I'll, um, did she I can't ever say do I've anything? seen her in ages besides say, Resident yeah. Evil. Yeah, she did. She did. She did. I can't name any of them. No shit. <laughs> I've seen her in other things, 100%. Could have like... And there's that broad that looks genre. a lot like her that's in like Banshee. And oh, she was in a lot of movies around that time. Something Ivanovic, yeah, her name is. Her She's name. in the latest season of The 100. She's boss. She's so good in Banshee especially. Um yeah, so that's our plans for tonight. But a Jay and Silent Bob mm-hmm. and some Hellboy and yep. red wine. Oh, hello. And then we need to make dinner right. plans. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what we should we should send Maggie out on an adventure. <laughs> See what she comes back with. See what she can come up with. The lab- with. Labradors are very good at scouting food, so. Yeah, well, she just goes and stands near the fridge when you're there. She's good at that. I'll tell you what. <laughs> you start making your sandwich in the kitchen. She's yeah. like, ooh, <laughs> that's interesting. I'm like, going to go stand near you. <laughs> I'm like, I'm just going to let you out. Maybe I'll get some scraps. That's how labs think. You heard it here first, kids. <laughs> you hear a lot of things here first. <laughs> So you're looking forward to any boss bitch in gaming situations? Yes, there's a couple of sequels that are out this year. We've been waiting for a long time. Um, the first one is The Last of Us, which... Titled The Last of Us 2. Mm. Was released previously on PS3. That's how long ago it came out. And then was remastered for, you know... PS4. After winning Game of the Year and all those sort of things. That's what I actually had it on. Like, I got the PS4 as a gift yes. way back when. And one oh, of the lucky two, you. Yeah, well... Yeah. <laughs> Don't go there, Jade. <laughs> one of the two games I got with it was like one of the Fifas, which oh God. I, I only ever played it when mates were around because I'd be like, oh, let's play it's some an FIFA. easy, yeah. Yeah, it's, like we keep, it's something you don't have to concentrate. Like nope. when you play Mortal Kombat and shit, but Mortal Kombat gets intense. So yeah. FIFA's easier. Um, and The Last of Us. I loved that game. I always played it at night with all the lights oh. out, but I sucked at it. Right. I think you've mentioned that before. I suck at all games, I should point out. I mean, it was easily a 15-hour campaign. I remember just going, oh, my God, this is epic, and being petrified throughout it, mm. especially with the clickers. Oh, yeah. Which they had the... There was three different types or something. Messed right? up faces, but they were only there in the dark, and they made that... Noise and you're like, oh my god, they're here! Oh my god! And they could only see you if you were in light, so you had to do a lot of stealth, and yeah. that's where it can be quite tricky. Yeah, that's but where just, I fucked up. Yeah, constantly. in terms of like a storyline, it is just insane. I just like how it sucked you in immediately, like when you're in that car, and it's like yeah. kind of like it's very cinematic. It's following you. I was just like, holy shit! Very cinematic. Um, your decisions aren't changing the outcome of the storyline, but you're definitely immersed within it, and. They released a trailer. They've had so many different teaser trailers for it across the last couple of years, but we're finally going to hopefully get that unless they push it back again on the 29th of May this year. So it's only a few months away. If you need to push it back, push it back because we don't need well, a that's fucking true, like any, a WWE issue or um, whatever that Fallout 76 or whatever yeah, the fuck it was called. Yeah, that was another one that flopped. Yeah, yeah, just fuck it off until it's perfect. Um, and then if they say spring of 2020, what's that to us? Is that our autumn? No, yes. So, yeah. Yes. So, so the March, April sort of area of the year. So, yeah, because they're going through winter now. Yeah. So then it's spring. Okay. Yes. So in only a few months' time also, we should get another sequel, Dying Light 2, which is zombies meet parkour. You're running and traversing around the city trying to... Oh, yeah, you tried to sell me on this game oh. by saying zombies and parkour. I was like, that sounds like shit. It is so good. Yeah, Old Housemaid stays is a huge shout for it so as well. So good. I started playing it on my own and it, it's quite tricky. And again, when nighttime hits, they attack. It's a lot harder. So you kind of avoid nighttime. And so I kind of stopped, was going to get back to it. And then Tim was like, 
I've played at co-op. It's brilliant co-op. And it's just one of those campaigns you can actually do with another person mm-hmm. on our singular screens. So he jumped on and over four or five sessions, we smashed out the whole game and it was so much fun to play with someone else. And then there was an expansion to the first one as well, as you did. which got us into buggies and exploring more of the world. And oh, just really good storyline. Um, yeah, very dedicated campaign. And now we're getting a sequel, which is going to have a little bit of different gameplay. But... Um, yeah, it's just an interesting perspective um, being first person but not a first person shooter. Um, so, yeah, they're the two that I'm definitely looking forward to um, because I'm assuming we're going to get a sequel to that most recent God of War, but I'm not sure whether that's 2020 or 21. Um, so, yeah, those games for me um, have been on my radar for quite a while now and I would – Last of Us is not a co-op game, so I won't get. Oh, that'll be sort of me on my own. But oh, do you know that though? Ooh. Yes, and then I think we said you can play Dying Light with up to four people. So we we're talking about it in boys' club. Whether we replay the first one with Beck, who hasn't played it, Hedge has, um, to get ready for it. But we'll have to wait and see. Are there any games that you know are coming out that? Nah. Yeah. I don't even. I don't. You're like, I'll see it on the shelf and I'll get it then. Well, if fucking you say, hey, did you hear about this? I'll be like, yeah. And if it looks good, I might play it. That's it. As I Sometimes you can just wait for um, sales and such on the PSN to get games, even if they're a couple of years old. They might be new to you. Mm. Like me with Bioshock. That's years and years old and mm-hmm. I'm just getting into it for the first time. So. See, I'm a jerk though. I just want to play something that resembles Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. That's I guess that's why you're sort of enjoying Sleeping Dogs for yeah. the most part. Also, there's just like level building stuff, which yes. if I see people doing in other games, I go, that seems so boring, but I'm doing no. it. I'm like, this is the best ever. Like leveling up weapons, yeah. which you do in Dying Light and things like that. Yeah. That is very rewarding when that happens because you feel it, the game's getting tougher, but you're also getting stronger yeah, at the I'm same like, time. Look at me, man! I'm, I'm <laughs> fucking Bruce Lee over here, man. Especially when the you can change you, motherfucker. your outfit and your beards and stuff. Enjoy that. I don't know if I can do the hair, but I can definitely change the outfit. <laughs> well, it costs like eight hundred dollars to get a haircut in GTA, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, well, I'm talking about dog. Thing. Oh, sleeping dogs. Sleeping dogs, yeah. Dog you can, thing. <laughs> you can definitely do beards in that. But um, yeah, if you go to the expensive gay guy in GTA, uh-huh. it's definitely like 800 bucks. Because he's but the best. Did I tell you the last thing I played, which kind of hasn't soured me on sleeping dogs, but I was just like, all right, I need a little bit of a break. Oh, no. The what? last mission I did. Oh. Everyone got popped at a wedding. <laughs> so you watch this oh. dude on his wedding day and his wife That's right. So I, I remember this. Like, what the fuck? I was just like, all right. You need. I need a break from you. That's too heavy right this now. This is over. Oh damn! You know what you need to get back into? What? Reading Walking Dead comic series. You're up to I volume was six. Do that today because it's nice and cool outside. It is. You should yeah. definitely Bit pick that up. I've almost finished the fourth book of the Throne of Glass series. Worst fucking name of a series. You knew I'm, that was coming. Is that why you're I've smiling? I've been saying. I'm smiling because I think in previous episodes I've called it Glass of Throne because of Game of Thrones. No. Yeah. But other p- people might have, so I'm correcting myself here. Um, I'm very, I'm like 50 pages off finishing that. Um, so I'm going to do that over this weekend because it's a Friday here, TGIF. And uh, yeah, my yeah. last day off for a fucking month. Yeah, we'll still get some podcasts out to you. Yeah, we will. I'll, just, um, I'll be miserable though. He'll just be miserable and he won't might not have as much on his watched list. I've already told the chef at work that I'm going to make life hell on <laughs> I was like, you just. You've communicated to that to him. Yeah. That's good. He's got a, an advance warning. Yeah. So it's his own fault if he doesn't see it coming. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, it's not his fault, this situation, but it's, yeah, like you said, if he doesn't see it coming, yeah, you watch out. You watch out, man. Watch on fire. Yeah, all right. So signing off, I've yep, been MJJ. This has been Jade Marie. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll see you next week for some Jane Summer Bob reboot. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Not Another Podcast. You can subscribe to us on iTunes, give us a five-star rating, or find us on Not Another Podcast at 2Ts.podbean.com. And feel free to follow us on Facebook and on Instagram also. We appreciate it. We'll see you next time.